listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. We should mention that yesterday, as we sat here in the studio, several new laws went into effect. Yes, and we missed out on on telling people what those new laws were, so we should probably tell you about them now. Well, we talked about a lot of them. Uh, You know, nunchucks are now legal to carry in Arizona. Uh, Yeah, which is hilarious. You can stay anonymous if you win a huge lottery pot, which is actually good news for those who win lottery pots. Right, exactly. Um, And uh, listen, another one here. There are now more days of the year that fireworks are permitted to be sold, which to me only means that there are more days in the year Year, that there are fewer parking spots in the grocery store parking lot. Right. And right? you know we're going to have a, uh, an increase in gambling issues now because there are going to be more days of the year that you and your buddies can bet on whether or not that was firework or gunshot. <laughs> yes, that's a good game. Yeah, so there's that. Also, defacing a political sign is now a class two misdemeanor. So what is a class two misdemeanor? That's like a, that's like a staying out after curfew, right? Uh, it's, that is? it's not super serious, no, okay. but it's more serious than it was. So if you are tempted to draw a penis on the forehead of David Schweikert. Right. Don't do it if you want to give Greg Stanton a Hitler mustache. Probably not a good idea. Yes. (laughs) If you want to draw Martian antennas coming out of Paul Gosar's head, yeah, go ahead and do that. That's okay. If you decide that Frank Schmuck should be renamed Frank Schmeckel, (laughs) you're in trouble. If you write he's a schmuck on Frank Schmuck's sign, that is now a class two misdemeanor. Even though the really, really the only problem there is redundancy. Right, yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe grow, uh, drawing hair into the Joe Arpaio re-election sign there. <laughs> just trying to neaten up his hair there. <laughs> Although you're just trying to help. It's going to yes. put you in a problem. Uh, and, but the, the to me, the stupidest and silliest one is once we mentioned this in middle school, the official drink of the state of Arizona is now lemonade. That cool, refreshing drink. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what the official drink of the state of Arizona should be? Yes, I do, Mark, and and I'm not quite sure how this didn't make it onto the top three list of things that should be the official drink for the state of Arizona. It should be water. H-2-O. W-A-T-E-R. Water. Agua fria. Yeah, it, I mean, I mean, I don't know how many times you, you turn on the news. Like, tonight, tonight, Carrie Lake tells you, top story tonight, hikers had to be airlifted off of Camelback yes. Mountain because they went up there to hike without enough lemonade. Exactly. <laughs> they forgot their jug of country time and wound up in big trouble. Yeah. Come on. Lemonade. I, I I know it's a cute story. There was a teenager in Gilbert who lobbied for it. Listen, I, I admire that. That's yes, great. Good for them. But it should be water. Yeah, I mean, come on. How many times have you heard stories about people being trapped in the wilderness? You know, like somebody gets caught in the, in the forests of Colorado. They've been gone for 14 weeks. You know what kept that woman alive in Hawaii when she was lost in the jungle? Lemonade. Yeah. Like, just a big can of country time. Yep. She just took, she'd scoop up river water, dump it in the country time, just... Yep. It was great. Yep. And when she ran out of country time, yeah. she was lucky to find some crystal light. Yeah. And it Which isn't really alive. lemonade, <laughs> but a very lemon-like drink. Yeah. So no keep way. in mind, yeah. I believe that now, because of that, there'll be a, a, a secondary law that on the bottom of, uh, of our license plate, it'll say, nothing says thirst quenching like a lemon. Okay, last week, if you remember, we got a call... 
that basically said this. We had mentioned Rush. The Rush movie was coming out. Right. And that, you know, Rush is a huge guy band. Anyways, I just wanted to say the phrase, not many women like Rush. What the? Come on. It's true. It's true. It's, 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 any, oh, that's so not true. Any it, woman I know loves Rush. Okay. That was the gist of that call. We had some other women say that also, but... I want to thank Rita. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, you know, we re- very rarely get thanked when we give away tickets after the fact. And that's okay. But Rita said, you know, you guys gave us tickets to the Rush movie last week. And we went. So thank you very much. Now, is this a sexist segment of the show because no. we're, we're, we're re- revisiting this? Because I want to make sure I don't, that we're not being sexist here. We're just merely pointing out that I, the facts back up yeah. our assertion. Our hypothesis is being proven Listen, by practical application of the facts. Well, let's be adults here. If, if I said to you most of the players in the National Basketball Association are African-American, is that racist or is it just observational fact? Uh, yeah, it's fact. Yes. Yeah, no, that, that's right? a fact. If, if you racist. If, if you were to say that uh, it, it's cloudy more often in Seattle right. than it is in Phoenix. That's a fact. These are things we can see with our own eyeballs. Yes. You kind of right. you, you take notice of it and you have to say to yourself, well, the evidence sort of proves the hypothesis. And here we are with another hypothesis. You Rush fans know what that word means. Everyone else just try to follow along with us. <laughs> That's right. It's, they probably use that word in the song. I imagine um, at some point, sure. But, but Rita emailed and I, I said, hey, thanks for letting us know that you had a good time. Was it mostly guys? And she said about 80% men. Right, exactly. 80% men. Mm-hmm. There's even a segment in the movie, she said, where there's a woman talking about being a Rush fan. And jokingly, they put a little bubble, at, you know, a little thing at the bottom. And it says, Rush's 45th all-time female fan. See? And now... You know, and when the band is goofing on it, yeah. yeah I mean, um, you know, and I mean, they're monsters. They're obviously sexist monsters. That's a. <laughs> no, I they, mean, the legend of Rush being completely uh, degrading to women is long and, <laughs> and storied. No, they they own it. You know, they just accept it and they they make a joke out of it. Lori messaged us and says, went to the Rush concert movie. Also, just to let you know, no line at the women's room, line at the men's room. Exactly, and that's in a movie theater, right? Yes, I'm surprised Rush hasn't put out an album called Sausage Fest. <laughs> exactly. So. Anyway, let's just put that one to bed, shall we? Okay, then. Yeah. We're not saying we're in favor of it or against it. It just is what it is. It's Wednesday, hot day. It's the middle of the week. You're overworked and underpaid. And your boss is a dick. Well, now. Who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. The time we uh, acknowledge that there are just people in your neighborhood that uh, you don't really know their first name, you don't know their last name, you don't know their family name, even though it's not written on the side of their mailbox, you still have to come up with a name for them. That's why we have these neighborhood nicknames. Now, the one in my neighborhood, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure if I've used this one before. Have I mentioned Peter Parker in my neighborhood? <laughs> not sure. Peter Parker is, uh, well, he parks like a dick. He's, uh, his, oh, okay. Yeah, his, yeah. his he parks his vehicle wherever he wants, in front of my house, in front of my neighbor's house, blocks driveways. So Peter Parker is... That's my, that's my neighbor <laughs> nice. in my neighborhood. He just 
puts his vehicle wherever he wants. It's like when we, you know, it's funny, we're using the Stones here. We use the Stones music bed. Uh, at the Stones show the other night, I was talking to Randy and Chandler, and he has the wonderful Warbler near him. Which is? It's a woman who's taken up opera in oh. the last few years, oh. so they always hear her. See, he says she's gotten a whole hell of a lot better. Well, that's a good the last sign. Few years. It good. is a good sign. Yeah. But they gave her that name, so, yeah, when we're out, we're always talking to people about neighborhood nicknames. So there's a guy in the neighborhood that walks around shirtless, and he's got long blonde hair. We call him Fabio because he's got this long <laughs> right. blonde hair. So every time we next see him, we say, oh, there's Fabio. Is he homeless or just, he just, he's a homeless guy. Okay. Yeah. But great hair. Well, I don't want to get too close to find out, but, you know, <laughs> from a distance, yes. By the way, forever, I mean, let's face it, if you have long hair and you're a guy, you're going to be called Fabio no matter, it's happened no. to me. Everyone blonde? with long hair No, no, Fabio. blonde hair. It doesn't make sense the other way. No, if you're an adult male, if you're like not a teenager, if you're an adult male in anywhere over the age of 30, that's a rag on you. Hey, what's up, Fabio, with the long hair, your yeah, long see, flowing that, hair? That doesn't make sense to me. If you're I, blonde haired, that makes sense. That makes complete yeah. sense to me. But yeah, no, it's, uh, as a guy with long hair, it happens a lot. <laughs> that happens a lot. You just, and, and it's not a term of endearment. It's it's that people are trying to mock you like, hey, what's up, Fabio? Don't yeah. you think it's time for you to cut your hair? Aren't you too old to have long hair? So 480-470-KSLX. Love it. Just think about those people in your neighborhood. And if you think long enough, you'll figure one out. Where you used to live, whatever it might be. But you don't know their names. But you like giving them a nickname to amuse yourself and your husband or your wife, whatever it might be. Do another one? Sure. All right. What do you got for us? Well, I got a guy in my neighborhood. We like to call him Staplehead. Staplehead? Let me guess. He's got a horrible hairpiece. No, no, no. Um, so whenever I first moved into the neighborhood, this guy, it seems like he's been in prison, so he tries to uh, uh, intimidate people. And I guess he tried to intimidate the wrong person because somebody <laughs> hit him with a lead pipe over the head. <laughs> and so he had to have a bunch of staples put in his head. And now that it's just his nickname now. You know what? He would grow his hair long to cover those, but people would call him Fabio. Right, so exactly. Yeah, yeah and, and by the way, multiple staples in the top of the head just begs to be called zipper head. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure beg, people have hit him up beg, with that, begs too. Begs to yep. be called zipper head. So. It's 480-470-KSLX. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. This is a little upsetting here. Which is what? Uh, tomorrow night, Diamondbacks get back in action. They're off tonight. They're at Chase Field tomorrow night against okay. the Dodgers. Michael Phelps is throwing out the first pitch. Why does that upset you? Well, guy does nothing but copy us. Well, I mean, it's clear we've set the bar at a level yeah. that they have to pull out a world-class elite athlete to match the, the standard that has been yeah. set. I mean, he took, by yours and, and, yeah. and my pitches yeah, a couple he, of weeks ago. He does nothing but – I mean, you were swimming before he was. I was swimming before yeah, he you're was. Right, yeah. Then he went and copied us. And, yep, yep. You know, and now everybody associates swimming and excellence in it with him. Well, right. <laughs> but, and, and now – but, I mean, let's face Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. Uh, you know, <laughs> is he going to throw the, the first pitch from the pool? He should have to. I would think so. He should absolutely have to. Right. Goggles, Speedo. Yep. <laughs> that's what that's yep. what it's going to take tomorrow night. All right. Well, but, uh, hopefully he doesn't dirtball it, Michael. <laughs> yes. You hear me, Michael? We've been doing some research for you because we want you to be informed. New laws went into effect yesterday, like the nunchucks being legal. That's yeah. one of them. Yeah. Um, but also, 
if you deface a political sign, and, and this means even after Election Day, which to me it seems like you should be have free reign after Election Day. Right, Those exactly. Are yeah. still up, but, but they're supposed to pick them up at within a certain period of time exactly. after the election, but they don't. If you deface one of those signs, it's now a class two misdemeanor. And so which is like staying out past curfew is kind of what it is. No, you can wind up in jail with a class two misdemeanor. Uh, yeah, funny thing about it. You actually uh, you talk about misdemeanors and how oh, it's just a misdemeanor. Four months in jail, seven hundred fifty dollar fine plus surcharges. Now, is, which, that the, is that the max? That's what you can get. Yeah, you, you can get that. What, yeah, what I, mean, I don't understand is with the surcharges, I don't, I don't understand. This is kind of like the miscellaneous uh, uh, line on your dorm damages <laughs> bill back when. If the fine is $750 plus surcharges, why not just add the surcharges to the $750 bucks right. and be done with it? Yeah, so always call them sir, okay? Because exactly. if you don't, yes. you get the surcharges. You could be charged right there. Yeah, you don't want to deal with that. Okay, so another kind. I looked this up. Class 2 misdemeanor. Right. All right. Uh, criminal mischief, criminal trespass, right. uh, certain types of assault. Indecent exposure and prostitution are both class two misdemeanors. How are those in the same class as, like, you go draw a buck tooth on David Schweikert on his sign, give his wife a mustache. How is that the same as somebody who's doing indecent exposure? Right, yeah. Guy guy whips it out in front of a school. Right. And, and, he's, he, and, and he gets the same charge as you do for, draw, for, for drawing hair into Joe Arpaio? Right, yeah. That's he, the same? The guy, the guy Not who's... Not the same! The guy who's doing certain types of assault is in the same cell as the guy who made Kelly Ward's teeth yellow with a magic marker. Right, yes. That yes. doesn't seem right. By the way, let's take it to another level. You know what else is a Class 2 misdemeanor? Check this out. And this seems like... Uh, an inordinate or imbalance in uh, punishment fitting the crime. If you intentionally expose another person to an infectious disease, that means like if you sneeze that's on sick. somebody, if yeah, you spit murder. on somebody, it if can you be can, murder. If you've got you know AIDS or something like that, and you intentionally expose them, that's only a class two misdemeanor. So let me get this straight: you're in the holding cell, mm-hmm. you've got a guy next to you that was like, <laughs> and gave somebody HIV, right? Yeah. And and the guy right next to him called Frank Schmuck a schmeckle. <laughs> And they're they're being charged with the same thing. It doesn't make sense. That's that seems like uh, what is it? What's the what's the uh, amendment to uh, equal protection under the law? That doesn't seem like equal no. protection under the law. The punishment does not fit the crime. They are they are certainly incongruous punishments. Right. Right. So so know this: the next time you see a Raúl Grijalva sign, right, what you could be doing? Don't give him the talk bubble that says "I'm a idiot." Yeah. Don't do that. It's a class that, You could wind up in the jail cell with the prostitutes. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's just something to consider. It, that's, uh, all right. There you go. There's a, there's some new laws. You may want to all obey right. them. Time to expose stupidity. And, oh, boy, what a great story we have from one of the first towns we can mention in the history of this country. It's time for the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. You know what we're doing today. I, I know where we're going. I happen to see it. Oh. It's up there on the Mark and Neander Paul yeah, Facebook yeah, it page. Just popped up. Yep. Yep. So, uh, by the way, tomorrow's dumbass. Same time. Tune in every day at this time. Yep. Strange things tomorrow. Strange things are afoot. We're going on Scottsdale Road. Old school. Are we today to yes. the town of Sturbridge, Massachusetts? Correct. Yeah, and we're sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports. RideNow.com, and it's on the Mark and Neander Paul Facebook page, as we said. Dave Schmida. 
Oh, boy. Or Schmida. I don't know. Eh. He lives in Sturbridge, Massachusetts. Now, the guy's at least smart enough to own a house. Right. All right. Yeah. But Which, and, 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 and let's face it, successful enough to own a house yeah. because living in Massachusetts is not cheap. Right. It's very expensive. So that house was probably very expensive, which means that there are a lot of maintenance issues that this guy probably has to pay for. Yeah, he had a, he had a problem that he, he saw right under the overhang of the roof in the back corner of this, this two-story house. He had a big hornet's nest. And this was like a, it was like a volleyball-sized hornet's nest. Yeah, yeah, they are not small. So the first thing he did was he called an exterminator to have that hornet's nest removed. No, he didn't. He didn't. He tried to be his own exterminator. The first thing he did was actually lean out a second-story window and try to spray the thing with Raid. Did he fall out of the window? He didn't fall out of the oh, window. Oh, that's a great story. Thank but God. He, he, so he, happy for that. <laughs> he was not quite close enough to get full coverage, and I don't know if the Raid would even handle all the hornets. No. In, Does Raid have a hornet-killing spray? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I got a cricket last night with, okay. with roach stuff. So. Did you really? Um, but anyway, uh, and, and he, he had another <laughs> method planned. And no, this was not one of those homeowner tries to get rid of the hornets with a flamethrower story. No, it's well, not that's, that. That's, he, that's he absolutely reassuring. He didn't set his house on fire like that. This is one, like, of, the, this like is one of the homeowner tries to get rid of hornets with a Roman candle story. Oh, well, yes. of course, yes. Why not use uh, long-distance weaponry when close weaponry will probably do the job better? Yeah, it's a novel approach anyway, and, and that's what Dave's solution was. And Dave we doesn't this. sound, Shade doesn't sound like a Roman name. Uh, yeah, this was, uh, this was, we know this because he posted the video uh, that his brother right, shot of him of shooting course. the Roman candle at the hornet's nest. That's going to be tough to, to get that insurance claim now. Yeah, of course, the video abruptly ends after the fourth shot where Dave finally hits the nest oh, and yay. it bursts into flames. Yes, because that's what, you know, I'm not sure you know that wasps and hornets and stuff, their their nests tend to be very flammable. They're made out of, like, you know, paper-type yep. material. Yep. yep. The next thing you see in the video is Dave, again, leaning out that second-story window, this time with a fire with extinguisher. A hose. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, he did manage to put it out. Uh, he did manage to get rid of the nest and kill the hornets, but there is some roof damage. And fireworks are illegal in Sturbridge, Massachusetts. Yeah, they're illegal in all over Massachusetts. So he's going to have to deal with that. Now, the other thing is, I believe, wasn't there an old Sturbridge fire historically? I believe there might have been an old Sturbridge Uh, fire. I'm sure there have been fires in Sturbridge. I I think think it was like a famous famous one. Yeah, I think there might have been. All right. I do not know the answer to that question. All I know is that Dave Schmida or Schmida is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. This is Jake the Snake Roberts, and man, that was a beautiful story you just told. Yesterday was the 29th anniversary. I can't believe it was 1990, August 27, 1990. We lost Stevie Ray Vaughan. I remember where I was when I heard the news. I was working at a warehouse at a store called Leechmere, and uh, my buddy was a guitar player. He was actually in a band with him. Come up, and his eyes were all red and stuff like that, and he was crying. And we just sort of learned about it. Yeah. And uh, and I thought to myself, well, there are certain days that you remember when you hear something, oh, absolutely, uh, something earth shattering, yeah. like like I just heard where that that there's a lesbian astronaut who has created identity or, or committed identity theft. Did you are you just hearing about that? Because I saw yes. I, I saw I yes, think a day or two insane. ago. It's an insane story. See, we have had we've had so much going on here with the stones. We haven't had a chance to talk about some of these things. Right. Okay. Let me see if I can piece it together. Right. Quick setup: a lesbian astronaut who hacked into her estranged wife's bank account, right? Mm-hmm. From space. Eh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where she was. She, she, I'll tell you what, that is some kick-ass Wi-Fi right there. I would say so, yes. For but, starters. 
And 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 you got to be some kind of mad to be in the middle of a, a moon mission or an internet or, or you know a space mission. Who knows what they were doing? Whatever they were doing up there. But she's like, "Hang on a second, Yuri. I need a minute. <laughs> I need a second. I got to see what's going on down there yeah. and see if she's in my bank account." Yeah, she's denying it, but apparently the you know the electronic proof is there that she from space. Yes, from space. Yeah, it's real difficult to sort of spoof that phone number. That's yeah. not going to work out for you. So, I mean, she, she is, by the way, being charged as an adult, even though in space years, I think she's only six. <laughs> exactly. In space, no one can hear you scream, <laughs> but they can tell that you've tried to hack into yeah. somebody else's bank account. You left an electronic paper yeah. trail. So my question here is, and this is an interesting one, <laughs> how do they prosecute this? Because what jurisdiction is she under? She's not oh. even on the planet. No, this is Klingon. This uh, is the, right. Yes, yes, Klingon yeah. jurisdiction. I mean, Although they're requesting a move to the trial to the Romulan planet. Right, exactly. So. You know, it's going to be difficult. Yeah, they'll hold the trial on the Death Star, <laughs> which is very, very bad for her. What a weird one. No, and, and, and but seriously, I mean, the yeah. serious question is, does Interpol look at that, or is it, is, is, the, is she charged for American bank fraud, international bank fraud? I, uh, I mean, and that's just a, one of the myriad of questions that go into there, uh, not the least of which is... Is she hot? Exactly. <laughs> and the answer is no. Well, she looks kind of, based on the picture I'm seeing, it's, she looks a little like Matt Damon. Well, according to my wife, he's very hot. Yeah, for a chick. Wait, what? <laughs> Just saying, it's a very strange story. And I remember really where is. I was when I heard it. Yeah. I mean, usually it's a guy who asks. Yeah. No. Is she hot? Yeah, well. No. No, she's not, but she is yeah. pissed off. You know, the bank asked her, you know, when she was on with them, they said, you know, hey, how can we reach you if we need to? And she said, <laughs> oh, you know what, my schedule floats a bit. <laughs> Sorry I missed your call. I was on the other side of the planet. So she's not going to be able to go on the listed of missing list because then where's she going to go? She can't run anywhere. There's nowhere in the world she can't be found. From space. Yeah. Wait, what? Is she hot? Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.